What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I clicked live just a little bit early. I wasn't quite ready. I still had another drink of coffee to get here, so I'm going to take that now. But it takes a minute to fire up all of these iPhones and iPads here. So anyway, as we get going today, I am going to be delivering, um, I think, a very, very good message today. This is going to be episode 223. That's right, guys. We're over 200 episodes now. Um, it's going to be a great one. Book of Enoch holds actual secrets of the heavens. Yeah, it really does. Uh, we're going to look at some of the weird things that they knew when Book of Enoch was written, and I say they because it was written by multiple different people, uh, we just honestly don't even know who it came from fully. Um, and so I'm going to really detail all of that out today um, as I get all my notes pulled up here. I've been trying to do a little bit better notes just for everybody. So if you are new to the podcast, by the way, this is a live raw podcast. I do this um, at least daily. Sometimes I even do twice daily if I'm on a roll. Um, so you can catch me normally at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and then at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. But you can also watch the restream over on my YouTube channel, my Facebook page, or Apple and Spotify audio podcasts. So go check that out. If you like to listen and drive or you have a commute, you can actually subscribe over there and catch me every single day within the hour um, of the live, you will have access to the audio version. So don't miss out on that. Don't sleep on the audio version of this. Great way to connect over there. So as we get into it today, I made some notes here. Now you're going to see those on YouTube and you're going to see them on Facebook um, as well as the audio podcast. And so um, in this, I detail a story in my notes um, of just honestly how I discovered the Book of Enoch it was um, kind of something that I, I believe was destined for me to find. Like it was just like the universe was like, hey, you need to find this. Actually, I think it was my brother who introduced it to me, um, not to embarrass him at all. But um, I remember back when um, I was maybe 17, 18, uh, college age, I was working full time at a local theater here. Uh, lived in a, a cute little apartment behind that uh, theater, not a movie theater, a, a playhouse, like a, a community theater. Um, so I used to do a lot of plays and musicals and stuff growing up, a lot of sets, lighting design stuff. Obviously, you guys see the production that I put into all of this. So, um, And I remember the Book of Enoch, the, the internet was very young back then, and I won't tell you how old I am right now, but uh, that was literally 20 years ago, guys. Um, so, you know, it's, it's this internet is this weird thing at the time and you could kind of find PDFs and stuff of things like the book of Enoch. And I remember, um, again, I think it was my brother. I don't know who else it would have been. I think it was my brother had printed off a copy <clears throat> and given this to me. Uh, and I remember reading through it, just kind of this weird little printed version of the book of Enoch. And, um, it was like really really weird what it unlocked in me. And I remember reading it and going, I didn't even read the whole thing, by the way. I It just literally started my cosmic mind turning, going, 
there is so much more than what we've been told and this connects a lot of the dots and there are literally these other entities that are involved in the creation of man and we haven't been told the whole story so again flash forward 20 years later here i am literally built a whole channel uh, around the concepts of the Book of Enoch, as well as we've gotten into the Anunnaki. Uh, Streel says, uh, I directed Midsummer's Night Dream. That's a good play. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I've been in all kinds of plays. Um, I played Tom Sawyer when I was younger, when I was about 17, 18. Um, I, yeah, I've been in more than I can count, um, done a lot of lighting design and set design and set building and stuff like that. So I love it. And, and I love that I get to do what I do here, um, uh, because of that, because I'm here to entertain as well. You know, I'm not some, uh, you know, spiritual leader that's rah, 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 the end of the world, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I like entertaining. I like doing cool artwork. I like the cool lighting. Uh, I like having a cool studio, you know, that's. That's a big part of what I do here. So, uh, Paige, welcome. Thank you for being here. Manny, thanks for being here. Mary, thanks for joining. Cameron, um, we've got people over here on YouTube, though YouTube doesn't show me anything. It's just me on the screen. So, um, if you're there, you can chat with me on YouTube, and I'll see it briefly. If you do super chats up there, I can see it longer. Um, so, I read this book. Um and it started the gears turning and at every college party, every social event, every gathering I went to, I would end up at the wee hours of the morning standing with a bunch of other guys like preaching about the book of Enoch. Like that, that was me, right? Like anybody that knew me from way back when will say plenty of things about me. Sure. You know, but the one thing that they'll all agree on is yeah, Cub liked to really, really talk about, like, religious stuff. That's probably what they would call it, religious stuff, you know. Um, but really, you know, it was, for me, it was unlocking a whole other level, like a key. And that's why I've always called the Book of Enoch a key. If you're ready, and absolutely, Molly, that's, I totally agree with you. Uh, Molly says, the universe presents you info when you're ready for it. Exactly. If you're ready for it. The Book of Enoch, as well as other mythologies, will literally present you an opportunity and plug into a part of your mind that you need to begin unlocking the secrets of the universe. Yes, you can unlock the secrets of the universe. Now, I want to read a quote before I get into this, because this is really going to help us all understand what I'm talking about today. Now, I've been taking a lot of heat this week on social media. I mean, people that are supposed to be my friends have been ripping me a new one, telling me I'm leading people to hell, telling me I'm a false teacher, like quoting all the Bible stuff against me, um, and literally being anything but love, like literally acting anything but that Christ-like or Jesus-like um, attitude. And I'm not against anyone. It's just I know where that comes from. It comes from fear, ignorance, and dogma. And it comes from a place of hey, I haven't looked at more data, and if I have, I've ignored it. That's why it's in ignorance of it. You're in the state of ignoring the data. Um, and so that's where I get into all of this stuff, and I, and I want to look at like the legit what's going on around it. 
Daniel, what's up, brother? How are you doing? A thousand percent, you can unlock the secrets of the universe. The universe is within. External is all illusion. Amen, brother. Amen. Absolutely. You guys go check out my collab with Daniel. It's over on my YouTube channel right now. Um, we got we got into it. We, we, there was a little language in there, but it's really, really good, you guys. So go watch it. Um, it's not on the Facebooks because they, they wouldn't allow it. Uh, but it is over on the audio podcast and on my YouTube channel. Um, and you can see him meditating uh, against a really wild looking background. So, um, and it's called um, Wild West Demon Crushing Yoga. Uh, so go check that one out. It, it's only, I think, like two weeks ago at this point. So go watch that one. If you haven't watched that one, go check out what Daniel's doing over there. Um, love you, brother. Thanks for being here, man. Um, Jason, what's up, brother? How are you doing? Welcome. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Nicholas says, all this time I thought Dogma was a dog that had puppies. Yeah, a dog ma, right? Uh, Sad Daddy, what's up, brother? Hope you're doing well, man. So Book of Enoch for me, um, literally is something with the potential to unlock the universe within you. And it's not because of specifically what it says. Let me be really clear on that. It's because when you see it, you see it. When you go, aha, aha, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more in me, there's more in you, there's more in church and religion and our world and our universe and we don't have a freaking clue and we can just open up our heart and our mind and stop carrying all of the weight of I have to know and I have to be right I'm going to go to hell if I'm not right, if I'm not on the side of that. And by the way, I've got to tell other people, if they don't believe the exact same thing that I do, that they're going to go to hell too. And guys, the, the Bible is literally full of a lot of dogma like that, that says, if you don't believe this, then that. And so uh, that's where I start to have an issue with it. And that's where I you know, kind of come forward and say, listen, we have to understand who wrote all of these scripts. They're scripts. I go off script. I've flipped the script. You guys know that. Um, Daniel says, love you, brother. Keep shining and preaching your truth. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, man. Um, you know I will. You know I will. So um, so when I get into this, um, I say I've taken a lot of hate, guys. I, and I mean it. And it's from well-intending people. Let me say that again. They, they mean well. And in meaning well, they're just mean. Let me say that again. They mean well, but in meaning well, they're just mean because they literally can't see it. They, they, they have not ever, ever, ever in their life gotten into the frequency of real, authentic love. And that's what I'm here to help you guys do. That's what I'm here to help me do. And when I say that, I know that because they would not say the things that they do to me and other people that teach what I do if they had love. Okay, and I mean that and I can prove that they don't have love and I know that they don't have love because all they have is fear and they need to be right rather than correcting their vibration and unifying with the God source again. That's literally the whole point of the gospel, right? Yet we get preached at because people just don't understand and they can't take the Gnostic or the New Age or the whatever. It's not new, guys. It's literally Eastern mysticism. Um, Jesus preached a very oriental gospel, right? Like, um, it, it was from the Orient, from like the origin of the metaphysical understandings. And, and he drops into nowhere in the middle of history there, 
um, and starts preaching. And they're like, dude, what is this guy? Where did this guy come from? Isn't he from this town? Like, who is this dude? You know? So, um, anyway, it's pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, just the message he had. And a very rad message, in my opinion. So, uh, I definitely vibe on that. I'm not down with his message or anything. It's just, again, the whole thing around it. And so um, I think that if we really open up here and look at Enoch, and I'm going to read a bunch from Enoch here in just a second, but I want to read a quote from a good friend of mine. Uh, I'll just call him Jason right now. I posted over on my page a little bit ago. Um, and he posted um, a quote he came across from a Gnostic scholar uh, Hans, uh, Liesking, Hans Liesking, um, says every myth expresses in a form narrated for a particular case, an eternal idea, which will be intuitively recognized by he who re-experiences the content of the myth. Literally right there, that's the point that you should take from the Bible, that you should take from the Enuma Elish, you should take from the Book of Enoch, you should take from any mythology, Greek mythology, Egyptian, Norse, doesn't matter. Take what you will from it, but you understand it deeply, 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 when you relive that story. And that's how I'm understanding the story of Jesus a lot deeper because I'm reliving parts of it in my life. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm just saying we all have an opportunity to go through the same situations that he did, the same at least esoteric or within us journey that he went through, the hero's journey, right? The savior's journey. We all have the opportunity to go through the story of Enoch, to be taken up and shown the mysteries of the heavens. We all have the opportunity to go through the story of the Anunnaki, the upgrades to humanity, realizing that the God we served doesn't really have our best interest in mind, and maybe there's someone else out there that does. And by the way, maybe the secrets of the heavens are within us. So all of these things, that's why I love that quote and I wanted to share that quote and I've gotten some great encouragement from some good friends lately and I've gotten some really, really nasty vinegar hate from some friends lately. And I'm not here to, to harp on it, but I just want you to know, you're going to experience this. Like my story is here to teach you how to handle yours tomorrow. So the key to me started unlocking early when I was a young man. I did everything I could to suppress it, to destroy myself, my relationships, my body, my mind. And finally, here I am 20-something years later, 10 years later, whatever, from whatever timeline of my life going, I got to alchemize all of this. I've been unlocked. And in 2020, I was really unlocked. The key was turned in me and the ignition started on my life's work. You're going to have that opportunity very soon as well. Yeah, I've got some of Job's friends. Faux show, an interesting fellow. Very good, very good uh, connection there. Absolutely. Again, why is the book of Job even in the Bible? Because it's an archetype for what you're going to go through at some point in your life. 
When you realize the God you were serving has made a deal with the devil and let you suffer over and over and over. When you realize that all your friends turned their back on you and they weren't friends in the first place. And in the future, they'll miss you deeply. They'll wish they hadn't screwed you over. But you'll be set up here and you'll see and you'll reach down and you'll look and you'll understand the state of humanity. You'll understand the secrets of the universe. You guys will go through this like you really will if you continue the path. Because I've been through it. I'm going through part of it right now. It doesn't always all happen at once like it did in the book of Job because it almost killed him. Thank God. Like, right? Thank God we, we don't have to live every detail of every story, but it's an archetype for us to understand what's happening in our own lives. All glory to our Lord says, so smart, but yet so lost. My friend, I'm not lost at all. I mean, if you're even judging someone saying they're lost, you are so lost. Open up your eyes, shed light in the darkness, quit trolling on people's videos, telling them they're lost. That's literally what I'm talking about today. If you want to unlock you, I have secrets for you today that will help you unlock your own self. Get you out of judgment mode. You start judging others, man, you get judgment. Okay, karma is real. It comes right back to you. And right now in this timeline, if you create karma, it's coming right back to you, baby. Right back to you. Abigail says, tell me. Awesome. Uh, all glory to our Lord says, I can help you. No, my friend, I can help you. Because I'm the one that's live putting myself out here online. You are not live. You're trolling in comments. So I'm proving that I can help you by being here and putting myself out there. Okay. Nobody's given up more than I have to do this. Nobody's been through the fire more than I have to do what they're doing. Okay, this is not just playtime for me. I love what I do. But I've gone through a lot of these archetypes, a lot of these mythologies already to get to where I'm at. And that's how I understand them, by the way. When I say I can help, it's because I've seen it, I've been through it, and I know it. I know it, okay? I don't have to look up and like give you cross-reference all of this stuff. I can just literally read and go, oh yeah, this is this, that's that. Like, it connects. It connects. Uh, karma is actually way more ancient than Hinduism, by the way. Karma is literally what Jesus taught how to burn karma. He taught bhakti yoga. Um, you are deceived if you think that karma is just Hinduism or um, is somehow evil. It's real. Um, you're experiencing it right now. You just created a bunch. I do everything I can every day to crush through and burn through karma so that I can stay in a neutral place of creation rather than a negative place of being indebted to the universe. That's what the Christ consciousness does, by the way. It puts us on an even playing field and in a place of, of active co-creation with the God source. Melody, I really am right, Melody. And and I mean, I don't need to prove to you that I'm right. You're just, you just don't get it yet. And you'll get there. You'll come back to my channel probably in six months and go, oh, this dude, like, okay, yeah, I get it now. I get it. Because I was right where you are. Like, it's just, it's just fear. You're just, yeah, exactly. Even calling it lies is a problem. You call it lies 
right? I mean, wh why, why do you have to call it lies? You don't know. You can't prove it. You don't have the data. You don't have the practice. I do. So, the Book of Enoch. The Book of Enoch, also one Enoch, um, is an ancient Hebrew apocalyptic religious text ascribed to the tradition of the patriarch Enoch, who is the great-grandfather of Noah, okay? Uh, the Book of Enoch contains unique material on the origins of demons and Nephilim and why some angels fell from heaven, an exploration of why the Genesis flood was morally necessary, and a prophetic exposition of the thousand-year reign of the Messiah. So we already have like the Messianic prophecy coming through here. Then you have distinct works like Second Enoch and Third Enoch uh, or Three Enoch. Uh, none of the three books are considered to be canonical scripture by the majority of Jewish or Christian church bodies. So there's a number of reasons for this. A, I'm going to give you the number one reason why this is not canonical. Is it's highly mythological. It doesn't all corroborate itself. There are things in it that disagree with other things in it. It doesn't fit together perfectly. It was written by multiple different people under the pseudonym or the pseudepigraphal work um, of the Book of Enoch. And so really, that's a big reason why it's not included in the canonical Bible. Now, that is not to say that a lot of the canonical Bible is not pseudepigraphal. In fact, a lot of the verses that y'all quote every day and believe to be absolute distilled truth are pseudepigraphal. And you have no idea. Um, Book of Revelation being one of them. Ascribed to John, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Guys, these texts, there were so many of them that are so relevant and they're in what's called a Gnostic library the library of nag hammadi and people argue with me all the time those aren't real they're heresy they're only heresy because you had a bunch of evil men yes i'm going to say that evil men in control of the canonization of the bible and the book that you read now is a product of socioeconomic political and religious control and there's a whole lot more out there, including the Book of Enoch, that plug into that, that get you to deconstruct and debunk all of these dogmatic ideas and try to understand the archetypes of good versus evil, light versus dark, strip away the idea of dualism and begin to unify yourself in the source code of creation. That is more what I'm talking about, guys. That, that's the place I want to be, by the way. Uh, Leora says, evil men suck. Amen, my friend. Amen. Uh, Molly says, we will also pray that Christ and the Holy Spirit opens your heart to love and light. Thank you, Molly. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of people in here today that are, you know, it's heated, guys. I get it. The economy is absolutely, it's hell right now. It's hell. When you go and spend $50 on some basic granola and some fruit to try to eat healthy, it's insane, okay? I get it. You're angry, but you're not mad at me, okay? You are mad at the situations you've been put in. You're mad at the economy. You're mad at the state of the world right now, and that's okay. The only thing you can do to combat what's going on is love thy neighbor, love thyself, and love God. And when you start to take positive action around those three things... 
you are going to find yourself in a brand new reality. And you're going to find yourself in a positive mentality, a positive reality, and a positive opportunity to begin to help others to change their lives. That's what I'm doing. That's why I can help you and you can't help me, okay? You're in the comments, people that are hating on me right now, and I'm here to help you, okay? I've been lost before. Now, I may be working without a safety net right now, but I'm not lost, okay? I'm happy. My community knows that. I went out to the canyon yesterday and went biking. I did like a, a 15, 20 minute live stream from the canyon just sharing the beauty with the community. Guys, nobody pours more into their community than I do. And at the end of the day, the things that will be said about me are he pours into his community like nobody else. He truly loves people and he speaks the truth. He's, he's digging into the ancient texts to reveal the truth about our universe and the truth about you. Those are the things that will be said about me. Everything else is just noise right now, okay? And as I continue to grow this, it is by divine destiny that I'm growing this. It's what I'm here for. It's why I elected to come to this planet. And you have a, a mission too, but you cannot step into that until you unlock it and wake up. And a lot of you right now are in so much fear, anxiety, and hate, and judgment, you cannot you cannot sit in love if you're in judgment. So, uh, what's up, Corey? How are you doing, brother? No worries, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're listening, though. Glad you're listening. Good one today. Thanks for being here, man. Remember who you are. Absolutely, Leora. I love, love that quote. That's one of my favorite ones. Like, wake up, guys, and remember. When you really remember who you are, you quit telling me that I'm lying. You quit telling others that they have false doctrine. You realize that God is one, religion is one, the path is one, and that you've won. Okay? Hear what I'm saying, guys. Like, deeply hear what I'm saying. So I'm about to start reading from the book of Enoch as we've gotten some interesting comments already this morning. I can always tell the temperature of the world based on like just going live. That's why I love doing these live and organically. Just like, boom, go live. Boom, let's see what the energy is. And the energy is always interesting. And it's a really good temperature gauge of what we're doing. By the way, if you're in here now and you have good energy and you really vibe with what I'm doing and you're tired of all the haters too and you're looking for a community that will love you, accept you, support you, and encourage you on your journey, please, please go to my website, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. You can click on my profile picture. You can click on the bio. You can click on the description, wherever you're at here, and find a link to my website. It's going to take you over there. Scroll down just a little bit right under my profile picture and my handle. You're going to see all of the information about our brand new community. Um, and I say brand new, it's been revamped. We've been strong for a year now. Uh, in fact, we're going to have our year anniversary coming up. It's a strong community, um, very active community. It is called the Cub Cooker Supernatural Patron Tribe. So please go consider joining that. It's literally only 19 bucks a month. It supports what I'm doing. I do this full time. I show up every day. I'm always here for you. I'm always here for the community. Nobody pours more into the community than I do. We've literally built a brand new platform off of social media 
so that we can interact together. We have a live call every single weekend where we get to literally like a Zoom call with each other. I give a short lesson, we discuss it, we go through what's going on during the week. I have a challenge that's posted at the beginning of every week that we all work through. We're literally connected all the time. And if that's what you want, and if you're looking for that, because I'm telling you right now, your friends, they don't understand what you're going through. Your family doesn't understand. But our community, we really do. And that's not some weird sales pitch. That's literally, I'm telling you guys, we're all going through different parts of this journey, different parts of this walk. We have people that have just joined that know things that I don't know. They've been through things that, that they're mentoring me. One of our brothers yesterday posted a video about stop carrying your past. And I encouraged him to share it in the group. And it is the most poignant video. It was for me. You, you got to put down what you're carrying. Tre Trevor Hall, one of my favorite musicians. That, that I got cotton mouth now. I'm drinking too much coffee this morning. Trevor Hall has a song called Put Down What You're Carrying. And I need to. And you need to. And you need community. I built community so I had community. And so the other people that were left behind had community too. And I don't mean left behind by God. I mean, this world is not understanding to the authentic spiritual seeker. The church is not understanding. Religious groups are not understanding. Even spiritual groups are not understanding because... You'll get a spiritual group and they want to talk about yoga and meditation and metaphysics and all of that, but they won't even touch the message of Jesus. And guys, there's no sacred cow in our group. I talk about it all. I talk about Jesus and Revelation and aliens and Anunnaki. I talk about the mark of the beast. We talk about everything with an open heart and an open mind. And I'm not there to say this is this and that is that, but rather encourage everyone and continue to bring love and light and empower you to go out and do the same thing. Activate your spiritual gifts. Open your heart. Open your mind. Do the literal things that are in the book of Enoch. So in, in one Enoch, we're in the first part, chapter one of the book of Enoch. Now, if you get a book, you get a big book of Enoch, you're going to have a bunch of different books of Enoch in it. So this is the first book in it. And it starts out, it says, The words of the blessing of Enoch, wherein he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation. Who feels like they're living in the day of tribulation? How high can I get both hands right now? Can I get it? An amen. There's the truth train coming through. You guys can hear it. Living in the day of tribulation. By the way, the day of tribulation is... It's now, right? It's any time. Because if you start waking up and, you st and you're taken up to heaven and you're shown secrets of the universe, you're going to have some tribulation. People are not going to understand. It's pretty wild when that happens. I got some messages up here. Uh, let's see. Amen. Uh, wish I could stop carrying my past. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And I, you know, YouTube has got to update their thing where I don't have to sit here and tap the screen to read comments all the time. The words of the blessing of Enoch. Think about that. The blessing of Enoch. By the way, the words of the blessing of an interesting fellow. The words of the blessing of Truth Quest. The words of the blessing of Quantum Christ. The words of the blessing of Terra. The words of the blessing of Molly. 
the words of the blessing of Cub, of Leora, of Jason, the words of your blessing. Well, how do you know that, Cub? No, no, no. Enoch was a real person, and this is really what happened, and it's a historical account. Okay. It's still a shadow and type. It's still your story. It's still the human condition. And by the way, what you go through in your story, you choose to write it down, to document it, to share it. Someone else will go through it. You will be the archetype and the salvation of that person. Yeah, I know those are strong words. But I'm telling you, I've gone through hell and back for this. Someone out there right now needs to start their own online mission, their own online support group, their own online help with whatever you just went through. The hell you just went through can be shared with others as you rebuild and you show what happened in your journey. And you can literally save someone through that story. That's why we have all these stories. What's up, honeybee? Welcome. How are you, my friend? Leora says, I do. Absolutely. So you have a story. Isn't it better if you write your story than letting someone else write your story? I'd love it if Enoch had actually sat down and scribed all of this. Now, he was a scribe of God or Elohim. And I say that because it's very clear from this that he's not speaking with the grand spirit of the universe but rather a little G God who is higher than the other little G gods. Wherein he blessed the elect and righteous who will be living in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. Now, what is that? It's the flood, obviously, with this. For you... It's your blessing as the elect and righteous, as your wicked and godless ways, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and your spiritual energies are removed. And you are rebirthed as an elect and righteous. Because that's what the, the true God calls you in, in the first place. He took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed me. And from then I heard everything, and from them I understood as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one which is to come. Concerning the elect, I said and took up my parable concerning them. What's a parable? A story? A mythology? The archetypal narrative that unfolds that teaches us about who we really are. An interesting fellow says, I feel like I'm not in charge of my story. I understand that, my friend. I understand that feeling. And most of the time when we feel like we're not in charge of our story, it's because we're not in charge of our thoughts and our emotions. Because even if you're having negative thoughts in the back of your head, or you're fighting negative thoughts, it's not enough money, I don't have good friends, I'm not in the right town, I don't feel good, 
hate my job, whatever it is, you're not in a positive frequency of co-creation. You're in a negative frequency of having things created that you're not intending to. And I know, I, I've, I've been there. I know. So, um, let's see. Bless up, Cub. Give thanks for the real works. Truth is felt, not heard. Amen, brother. Amen. So why is this part important here? Because Enoch, whose eyes were opened. Molly, whose eyes were open. Daniel, whose eyes were open. Chelly, whose eyes were open. I agree, Molly. Why would the Almighty God need a blood sacrament? And for me, guys, if that timeline unfolded, I'm not arguing that it did or didn't, but if it did and Jesus was a blood sacrifice, it was not to the Almighty loving God, it was to the little G God that owned the planet and it was a penance to pay to become the owner of the planet. And the owner of you and me. Again, you've got to understand the magic behind all these stories. Jesus was a quantum magician. Jesus was a high yogi and ascended master. He taught us about the Christ consciousness. He taught us about the Christ consciousness. I talk way too fast, guys. <clears throat> he taught us about the Christ consciousness and how to access it. It was Jesus the Christ, by the way, not Jesus H. Christ. It wasn't his name. It was his character. And when it says to pray in his name, it means in the character of, in the frequency of, in the spirit of. Tara says blood for the earth to spring fertility of truth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't understand all of that because it's not something I practice. I don't, I don't get into all of that stuff. I know that was really, really big back then. By the way, these extraterrestrial gods loved their unalived animals. They loved to be served and literally have it prepared and barbecued for them. Have you ever thought about that? Do this on this day and I'll come down and then you'll have this and then I'll bless you with this. Why was that? Because man has authority over the earth. And there's another God that thought he did as well because he was given that by the divine council. And he said, you'll have no other gods before me. Uh, yes, we actually read, we did a whole reading of the secret book of John. Fantastic, by the way. Fantastic. Probably we'll do it again just because it was so good. I can read through these texts. I've already read through Enoch, by the way. I'm going back through Enoch. Everybody thinks these are new episodes. There's so much here. And the way I do this is so fluent that like this episode, even though I've read the same thing I did like six months ago, it's a whole different episode. Whole different temperature, whole different meaning, whole, whole different understanding, whole different downloads, whole different frequency. I'm in a different place. You're in a different place. we got new people in the community. 
It's all new. Yet the words are thousands of years old. The Holy and Great One will come forth from his dwelling, and the Eternal God will tread upon the earth, even on Mount Sinai, and appear from his camp, and appear in the strength of his might from the heaven of heavens. Now, why would it talk about the Holy and Great One coming from a camp? And a lot of people argue, no, 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 that was just what they were alluding to. He's actually, you know, this is talking about the Spirit of God. No, no, no. This is these things parked and camped on top of mountains. The Elohim, the Watchers, the gods, the Anunnaki, those from heaven to earth came. How do I understand this, guys? I am not that smart, okay? I'm glad you guys think I am. I'm not a scholar. I read a lot. But just like Enoch here, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God. My eyes have been opened. Your eyes can be opened too by the true Spirit of God. Now, there's another theory about Book of Enoch that the whole thing was a third eye opening by the Divine Spirit and all of this took place within his mind or within the quantum realm. Because the only way to see into the quantum realm and have absolute creative control is to open your third eye. Anyone who's been on a medicine journey knows exactly what I'm talking about. You definitely don't have to do that to get there. There's other ways to do that. But when you unlock the third eye, you begin to unlock the secrets of heaven within you. Then all these stories, they don't have to be literal to be true. You guys get what I'm saying? I know you do. I'm just saying, for me, in the back of the class, little cub sitting back there going... I don't know. Sounds blasphemous. Honeybee says it's both. It's everything. All at once. Multi-dimensional. Yes. Two peace signs. In multiple dimensions. Absolutely, guys. I don't know what that symbol means. If that means something weird, forgive me. But to me, I was just making the quantum symbol. So you got to be careful what you do online. I've had people say all the time, notice how he talks with his hands. You're damn right I talk with my hands. I talk with my hands all the time. People say, oh, he's casting spells. You're right, I'm, I'm casting spells. I'm creating, I'm speaking spell right here. I'm telling a vision right here. Read the Immortality Key. It will blow your mind. I will check that out, Quantum Christ. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure that's on the Gnosis website, so I'll go check that out. So, I'm going to continue this this afternoon. We're going to read about the Holy Watchers and get into, like, the judgment of them and why this is all important. And by the way, what does it have to do with Jesus, Lucifer, Anki, Enoch, Noah, all of these things. What does that have to do with everything? So catch it this afternoon. This has been, I think, a complete episode up to this point. 
I love you guys. I'm going to try to keep these at 45 minutes from now on. I'm going to do my best to have like a really good session within 45 minutes and try to do two a day so we can hit different subjects. I know you guys are busy. By the way, if you do want to join the community, it's only 19 bucks a month. Go check it out on the website. Don't wait another day. And I mean that, okay? You get help immediately and encouragement and love and access to the call on the weekend. Okay, you're not paying me for love. You can get love anywhere. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But my community is built to welcome you in. We're there to love you, encourage you, help you find your spiritual gifts, help you understand all these different texts and the aliens and the Bible and God and all these things and find your own understanding of it. I'm not here to tell you this is this and that is that. I want you to have your own revelations. I want you to have your own breakthroughs. I want you to share with the community. I want you to go through things with us. Let's go through it together. Don't wait another day and keep doing it alone. I know what that means, guys. That's why I put so much into the community. Because I needed it, and I know you need it. That's why I built it. Okay, anybody can build a coaching program or something like that. I'm not here to just be a coach. I'm here to connect you with other people. To do the live calls with you. Do the I do the challenges with you every week, by the way. I've been working on the challenge for this week and I'm going to post it at the end of the week. Some people posted it the same day. That's awesome. This was a hard one this week. By the way, it takes five minutes. It's not hard. It's challenging. To literally list out what are my needs. What are my needs relationally? Financially? Experientially? We listed them all, a bunch of different needs, all in different categories and in the community. What's up, Cody? How are you doing, brother? I hope you're having an awesome day. We're reading through Enoch. Cody says, what's up, uncle? Cody's my nephew. Love you, brother. Really glad you're here, by the way. I appreciate you stopping by. I actually have nieces and nephews stop by all the time, which is really, really rad. I love that. Because we're all one family, guys. Like, we really are. The world literally wants you to believe that we're all separate and that you are here on your own and you're screwed. That's what it wants you to believe. And that this toilet paper will somehow make your life better. I mean, I can tell you if you use sandpaper, it'll probably make your life worse, but... I've never discovered the secrets of Enoch with a certain type of toilet paper. Justin says, love you fam. There's the truth train. It's time to wrap it up. I'm going to read the rest of chapter one of Enoch and chapter two this afternoon because it all goes together. It's a complete thought. I'll see you this afternoon. I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Peace. And I'll see you guys. I know there are several people that wanted to join the community. If you have any questions reach out to me i'll see you over there and welcome you today if you join today's so thank you guys www.cubcooker.com c-u-b-k-u-k-e-r.com everyone that joins the community literally supports what i'm doing here directly
that's how I make a living. So thank you guys. These platforms don't do anything to help support creators anymore. And I can honestly and confidently say that with the amount of interaction we get every day, you would think I would make at least a livable wage. You would laugh at what I get paid from these platforms. You would, you would, you would go, okay, that is not cool. Like you're telling me that all the creators I follow get treated like that. Yeah, it's bad guys. It's bad. So please support the creators that you love. If you follow them, if you watch them every day, if you show up all the time, join the communities. Nobody's offering a cheaper community with the high value that I am. So go check it out. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other questions? I'll stay on for just a second here and read through them. But otherwise, y'all have a beautiful day. Peace.